Greetings, everyone. My name is Ron Collins, and welcome to Dossier Dilettantes here at midnight on the radio. We have a call-in show here that we record for, oh, you know, about 20 minutes, as much as the man is really willing to give us. We'll not dally around. We're going to get straight to the calls. Hi. Hello, hello. Uh, what what is your name? Uh, my name my name is Gary. Hi, Gary. What is your conspiracy or strange paranormal phenomenon that you would like to talk about today? I think that my mother has been eating my my peanuts. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's not really paranormal. That's just. That's just a poor... That sounds like something you need to have a conversation about boundaries with. Well, here's the thing. My mother works for the government. Okay. All right. There's a new level to this I wasn't aware of. I mean, she's a, she's a librarian. Okay. Uh, what... what li- Does she work for Congress? The Library of Congress? Does she... Uh, it's a library near Congress. Gary, I'm... Does your mother actually work in the government, or...? Well, I, I mean, tax dollars go to libraries. Certainly they do. They go to a lot of public institutions, Gary, but I'm not sure what kind of conspiracy you're trying to peddle on my show today. We have a limited amount of time, Gary. We have 20 minutes. Look, by transitive property, anything my mother does to me is the government. I... sure, but... <laughs> She works for a library. The worst, the worst she could do is make you learn the Dewey Decibel system. She did. Well, then. <laughs> Throw out a number. I'll tell you where it is. What about history of uh, Achilles? That's eleven hundred and twelve. Very. I mean, she raised she raised a boy. She certainly brought him up right. Look, I. I have conflicted feelings over uh, what the government has done to me. What? what? Namely, taught me the Dewey Decimal. So when I say government, I mean my mom. You, your, your mother, the government, uh, taught you the Dewey Decimal System, and that's really... It sounds like the peanut, the peanut thing was more of a red herring in order to really get into the Dewey Decimal System here. There's a lot going on. There's multiple angles here. It's just like... Gosh, it's like an onion. You got to peel back the layers, and there's even more foul-smelling vegetable behind each layer. It's true. She made me eat those vegetables. Well, I mean, they're good for you, except for except for uh, lentils. Those have uh, mind control drugs in them. That's just what the government wants you to believe. I'm on board with the lentil thing, though. Yeah, absolutely. The yeah. lentils mind control, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing, like any kind, like doll. That's actually an acronym. It means disagree and hell look. Very good. I've heard that acronym before. I've heard it. I've heard it 100%. Disagree and hell look. They were behind the the legume poisoning of 2011. Went underreported, but if you look at it, it's, it's there. The information is there. Their skill at legume poisoning uh, is inversely proportional to their skill at creating acronyms. It's it's I gotta I gotta say you are right on there. Their acronym game is very weak. Hey, you know it's hot out there for acronym creators. Hey, I hear you. Well, buy a new bag of peanuts and keep an eye on your mother. And anytime she tells you to 
file a book, you look her in your eyes and say, I won't be party to your conspiracy. And then keep just saying, I know. She's got eyes in the back of her head. Well, that's something she, she should get checked out by a doctor. I, I feel like. I've been telling her that. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, well, you've been a great help. Thank you. I do my best to serve the public, and we all need to stand together in these uh, times of misinformation and disarray. Thank you very much. Don't eat legumes, Gary. Bye. Well, that was our first caller. It seems uh, Gary did indeed have a legume problem, but uh, it's more of a, he started out with peanuts, but perhaps his mother was assigned to keep a watch on him because he was, in fact, too, he knew too much, is what I'm trying to say. He knew too much. Overeducation is a serious problem, is it not? Overeducation isn't. Oh, I forgot to introduce my co-host for the for the for the show. Would you Would you like to introduce yourself? Well, my name is Larry Fitzgerald, and no, not that one. Not not. Uh, were you, Were you any relation to F. Scott Fitzgerald? Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald is my great grandfather. Uh, he wrote a book. You might remember it. Uh, it was called The Pretty Good Gatsby, if I'm remembering right. The, not the Great Gatsby, the Pretty Good Gatsby. He eventually went on to write the Great Gatsby, but like oh, it's it's struggling, less, yes, struggling horses out there. Your first attempts, not going to be the lesser great. known prequel to the Great Gatsby, the Pretty Good Gatsby. Absolutely. Uh, I'm 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 a bit shy, so I didn't want to. I wanted to watch one go around and see see how you're doing. That's but, fair. That's fair. I understand. It's, it's gonna be a. Uh, going to be a bumpy ride tonight but uh we're going to get through this together yes uh, we are uh do do you want to try a call now that you've seen one happen uh i w- if you're there to back me up i think it'll be fine i'll be right behind you okay. i'm just gonna Great. just gonna but not literally pop because... out for a cup of coffee and then i'll oh. be right back okay so when you say you'll be right behind me do you mean that you're going to leave Spiritually, okay I like i'm 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 good at astral projection and my my spirit will be right behind you but oh. my body will be in the coffee break room getting a cup of coffee secrets of the pharaohs secrets of the pharaohs great Indeed. Uh, i i can take a call i can okay. do it i'm i'm ready to go all right well uh i'll be going so uh enjoy all right uh uh you're, you're on the air hello Hi. Hello. Uh, this is Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, I'm filling in here on the. What is the What is the name of the show? I I I don't know. I I was I was just called in. I'm not a great coach. Look, <laughs> conspiracy theories. Am I right? Conspiracy theories, indeed. It was. I, I think it was called uh, dossier dilettantes, or. That sounds very correct. Well, anyway, what I'm calling about is I, I, I have two quarters from 1923, and I would like to know if they're worth anything. Ah, uh, presume, okay, I think I can see. So th- this is something to do with the Fed? I have two quarters... I would like to know if they are worth anything beyond their monetary designated value. Um, d- d- are you, are you, these do you, quarters have George Washington on them. 
That sounds normal. They say 1923. Mm-hmm. There's an eagle on the back of them. Did, did you think you were calling into Dime Dilettantes, the show about coin collecting? Which I, I admit have two see- quarters. Ah, <laughs> uh, two quarters. Two quarters. 1923. George Washington. Are they worth more than uh, 50 cents? Uh, I'm going to say no. What? I'm going to say no, because I think, I think for, for a coin to be valuable, it has to be... Those sound pretty much like the quarters we have now, and I think you need a quarter that we couldn't have anymore. Does that make sense? Like, if these quarters had, like, a picture of a bumblebee on them or something, or, like, I don't know, like... You know, it was actually like Rutherford B. Hayes during that ill-fated period when we thought Rutherford B. Hayes was good. So what you're saying is, even though I have two quarters, Mm -hmm. they're not worth anything beyond 50 cents? That That is correct. Is it, are you making some kind of point about the gold standard? I'm trying to meet you halfway here, listener. I just want them to be worth more than their designated value. I was thinking they were valuable. Oh. And a a young man came by and said, these two coins were worth more than, than the $50 I gave him for the two quarters. I see. Uh... I think you've been the victim of a grift. Ida, do you know what a grift is? A grift. Grift? Yes. A grift is when... I don't want to talk about mythical Egyptian animals. The, not a griffin, but a grift. Did, did he have a nice suit? Now that you mention it, he did. All he right. was a dapper dandy. A grift is when someone with a nice suit tricks you. Well, the joke's on him, because I've got the two quarters. Yes, that's usually how griffs work, I suppose. You you end up thinking... Uh, is your name Mark? My name is Mark, indeed. All right. This is all adding up. Uh, Mark, it's been great talking to you. Uh, I, in, in a sense, you were the victim of a conspiracy to rob you of, uh, I guess, $49.50. Indeed. It would... But... but the, the point I'm trying to make, and I want you to, I want you to understand this, is that yes. I, I, I got the two quarters. Right. They're mine. Yes. He's not getting them back. It's true. So in a way, I've won in this scenario. If you really think about it. I, you know, it's going to take me a bit more thinking to get there, but I'm confident I will, Mark. Good. Good. Now I'm going to call into Dime Dilettantes and tell them about the that I think the government has been hacking my cat. All right, that sounds great. Hi, I'm I'm back. Did you did you did you do okay? Uh no. I did terribly. He didn't have anything to talk about that was conspiracy related at all, and you I did not feel your spiritual astral presence anywhere in the room. It was there. Where was it? It was behind you. What why? If why astral project to somewhere I can't see? If I have to tell you the astral projection is there, then you don't really believe it's astral projection, do you? I guess not. Like, this is a weird... I mean, 
This is my entire problem with religion. Your entire problem with religion? My entire problem with religion is why do I need to have faith if you can actually do the thing? Okay, so you're you're saying you want you want God to just do a parlor trick to make you believe in him. <laughs> no, not well, yes. If if God came down and with a giant set of cards manipulated by his, I assume, giant hands, and then was like, is this your card? And it was. I'd start going to church. Interesting. 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 Should we take another call? Or? We could. All right. Hello, caller. This is uh, Ron. You're on the air for Dossier Dilettantes. Hello, Ron. This, is this the man who's been calling me on the phone? You know who it is, Ron. I told you not to call here. This is my place of work. When are you going to apologize? I'm not going to apologize to you, Dad. You were wrong. You were wrong, and you know you were wrong. So I've asked you not to call me at my place of business, but yet you still do. You still persist. I work for the government. I know you do. I know you do, Dad. And that's the problem we have. It's because you won't admit to any of the innumerable conspiracies I've accused you of. That's because they're not true. Why would I kill JFK? I liked him. See, that's just what someone who was trying to cover up a conspiracy would say. Well, what would someone who wasn't trying to cover up a conspiracy say? I did it. It's me. You got me. That's all, the truth. All right, I did it. It's me. You got me. It's the truth. Don't obfuscate the truth. You know what you're doing. Don't admit so easily. All right. Uh, maybe it was me. You know it was you. All right, I know it was me. Is this what you want? I just want you to admit that you have been behind every cloak and dagger and underhanded scheme that the government has perpetrated. Uh, all right. Let's hold on. Think back very far. Okay. I did every single one, except, do you remember, uh, do you remember Kosovo? It's a while back. Yes, now. yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't, none of that. None of that? No, that was, uh, that was your uncle. Oh, Jerry? Uncle Jerry? Uncle Jerry. Oh. Him and uh, Slobodan Milosevic, they went way back. It was a bit of a personal grudge for him. Well, guess I should have seen that coming when Uncle Jerry got a Red Star Belgrade soccer jersey. Yes. Indeed. Ron, are you coming to dinner Sunday? I... Only if there's... Not a conspiracy against me to to try and make me eat my vegetables, because I will not eat my vegetables. I am a grown man, and I can choose to eat whatever I want. Well, that's true. That's of course true, Ron. But potatoes count. Potatoes count. You could have a nice fried potato or a baked potato. That would I would still give you a, a stamp card on your vegetable. Uh, chart. If by dinner do you mean you want me to come visit you at Safeway and eat in the Safeway deli? Of course, Sunday di- uh, you know what Sunday dinner is like. I know what Saturday. Sunday dinners mean, but I thought for a minute it might actually be going to your house and not hanging out in the Safeway deli. I don't have a house, you know that. I live in my van. Well, did you get the roll of tinfoil I sent you? I did. 
I'm using it to make baked potatoes, one of which you are welcome to. You need to use that to insulate your van from government wiretapping, Father. I am the gov- I am the government wiretapper! Exactly. They need to listen to you to know what's going on outside the government. So, how do you think it works that the government gets me to wiretap someone, and then rather than just asking me what they said, they in turn wiretap me? I didn't- never said the government was efficient. What? I- it could be that the government just waits for me to call into your show. Because this goes out over the airwaves. This is public, yes. It's true. And I did just admit to, well, I said a lot of things about killing JFK, so it's kind of murky. Which is how I like it. Murky. Murky. Just like the gravy in your mashed potatoes at Safeway. You know, Safeway's been very good to me. They let me make a full Sunday dinner in the aisle. And, you know, they have to, like, they run that extension cord out to my hot plate. I don't do that myself. I know, Father. I know. I know they've been good to you. Like, I mean, it's all in the name Safe Way. It's the safe way to be. It's the safe way to eat. Safe way to live. In murky times like this. In America. Are you guys okay? We've gotten to equilibrium, I think. Who's that? I didn't know there was someone else listening in. I mean, I knew the government was listening in on their radios, but... Then why does it matter who else is listening in? I feel like the government's the most important part of this. i just like to know the lay of the land. Very it, well. It, it's Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, shit. You were... Oh, fuck. You guys should have beat the Steelers. N- no, not that... that uh, you really should have. It's... It's like... I Like, that was a conspiracy. He's not a football player, father. Larry Fitzgerald is not a football player? Now who's gone off the rails? This Larry Fitzgerald is not a football player. There can't be two people named the same thing. That's not how names work. The government keeps a big book of all names and makes sure no one doubles up. If there's a Larry Fitzgerald in that studio with you, he's an imposter. What? What? Um, Look... It Larry is short for... What is Larry short for? Lawrence? He can't tell you. Lawrence, yes, that's my name. Father, I'm going to need you to go for a minute. All right, uh, I... Okay, well, I can pick up some coupons from those little machines. See that you do. Ah, Ron. Ron, Ron, Ron. Larry, Uh, or should I call you... What should I call you, Larry? Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> All right, I'm, I am the, I am the basis for the character Larry the Cable Guy. I'm not the comedian who does Larry the Cable Guy. I am Larry the Cable Guy. You're just, you're just a regular cable guy named Larry. I'm just a regular cable guy named Larry. Uh, I do get, I, I do get it done when I have a job to do. I don't. I don't say it quite as catchy as the other fellow. Interesting. Yeah. Would you say, how do you feel your entire life has been made light of by a man who has made millions of dollars off your, your likeness, your, your surname? You know, I, I would like to take more umbrage with it, but like that motherfucker just nails me every time. Like, 
I'm exactly like that. Interesting. So you say, oh, got me. Like every time you see a Larry the Cable Guy routine, you're like, mm, yep, tax me to the wall. Them jokes are funny and true. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, what else am I going to say? Well, uh, you know, I'm from the South. Like we just we're honest down there. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like I am very racist. Fair. Okay. Uh, maybe that's not something you should necessarily be proud. Like, I'm of, glad that you're honest about it. But I'm proud that I'm honest about it. Okay, I see what you're saying, but you I feel like this is this is the pro- it's it's like a half victory. It's it's a small it's a pyrrhic victory at best, Larry. I want you to know that. I don't know what that word means. So it and means, that's not character work. I don't know what that word. You know means. when a you you know when a team like a football team wins, but yeah, like they every, won. Every one of their star players gets injured for the next game. Yeah, but they won. What if it was a Super Bowl? I I thought I would get you with the football reference, but that that did not end up. I'm happening. not Larry. We established I'm not Larry Fitzgerald. Okay, okay. Fun is this, how long is this going to go on? Because I'll be there in a minute, Dad. All right. Like, don't keep your pa waiting. Like, I can finish out this show. <sighs> all right. You, know? you say anything racist, I will have your head. All right. You do anything racist, I will have your head. Okay. You're just like even a little bit racist. You're never welcome back on the show again. All right. You just said you are a racist. So this is, uh, this is very. Look, maybe you should just not. Just trust me. I can, I can, I can stick the landing on this, on this bad boy. Do you have to go have Sunday dinner in there? You really do. Okay. All right. The gravy is going to boil over. All right. I'm going to be there in a minute. All right. Okay. All right, I'm going to trust you, Larry. Okay. I All believe right. you're better than your, your surroundings and your upbringing, all right? Well, thank you very much. I, I mean, as I said, the Larry the Cable Guy character is 100% accurate to who I am. But All right, I'm going to go. But not when he plays that truck on Cars. That's actually quite different from me. Because it's a truck? Cause, yeah, because I'm on a truck. Okay. Duh. Okay. I'm going to leave. Uh, all right. You finish out the show. Okay. You stick the landing. I'm going to do it. We've got some stuff to talk about after the show. Okay. But after I finish up Sunday dinner in the Safeway aisle. All right. All right, he's gone. Uh, we are coming up against that hard out. So uh, you've been listening to Dossier uh, Dilettante's uh, Don't Trust an Albanian. God damn it. <laughs> but, like, you didn't see that one coming, right? Like, I mean... At least I'm original. No, you're not. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, y'all out there, have a good time and uh, watch watch your sixes.